This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Well, guess what's back for me? I don't know, head cold, nasty head cold. I don't know if I said anything the other day. I could feel it coming on. And uh, now it's here. I don't know if you remember last year I went through this. I ended up with a sinus infection. Respiratory, um, what do you call it, issues in the in the season are a problem for me, which is partly why I got conned into taking that rabid vaccine the first time. What a mistake that was. Yeah, I'm on the long list of people that took that thing, the first two shots, and really regret it. I had no intentions of doing it. I don't get the flu shot, um, but I needed to get on a plane, and it was in the thick of COVID, and we didn't know. I wasn't required to get it to get on the plane. Oh, no, I did this all on my own. All on my own. Really regret That's probably why I'm still sick, to tell you the truth. Interesting uh, information coming out. I'm going to get to that. But let's talk about... Um, the backstory on this a little bit, shall we? I got I got big stuff here for you, big stuff on top of big stuff lined up. I said yesterday that the listens on the podcast are way up. Well, I don't want to do a little victory dance yet, that's for sure, because they go up, they go down, they go down, they go up. You see what I'm saying? This is the way life works. It's just it's like a delicate romance. You see what I'm saying? And as I mentioned, it doesn't really matter to me. But I have a theory on why it's happening. And my theory is Gab. I've been getting a lot of um, activity on Gab. And I'm thinking that some of those people are coming over and listening to podcasts. If that's you, I'd like to hear from you at info at ChristopherScottShow.com. I'm going to say most of the people on Gab would never do that. But we'll see what happens. Very interesting time. Um... I think that people are seeing the posts, intrigued by what I'm writing, intrigued by what I'm talking about, and realizing that um, it's a pretty good source of information here. Maybe that's just me torting. Maybe you're like, yeah, whatever, dude. We, we do it for the entertainment value. Well, I guess that's fine, too. I don't know. Uh, either way, I think we've got a pretty good shtick going, this daily intelligence brief breaking down the fake news. So let me jump into it. I got this story from a good friend of ours who's um, not from the United States, not from the continental United States. Uh, believe it or not, uh, we do get a fair number of, of listeners from outside. Of course, the bulk of the listeners are from here. Um, but we get listeners from all over the world, almost every country, almost every country around the world. At some point, I said somebody tuned into this podcast. It's phenomenal to me. Anyway, this particular story... Uh, which I had heard about, and I thought this was a nice deep dive into it, which is why I used it, uh, came to us from somebody in Europe and kind of watching everything that's going on affecting them as well, Canada as well. And it's talking about the United Nations. And I don't know if you saw this uh, case in Montana where the children sued over climate change. Uh, California suing the oil companies over climate change. That's now a new thing now. It's going to be like the uh, cancer from cigarettes, right? They sued big tobacco. They're going to sue big oil. It'll be interesting to see. Make the prices go up even higher. Really what this is about, right? So the United Nations came out after the around the time of the Montana story and said that children 
Well, the United Nations recognizes, whatever that means, the United Nations is not a governmental body. People, It's just a group of people that get together and run their mouths, really. Uh, I guess it's gotten a little bit worse than that, right? They've been running it long enough, but it's also kind of falling apart in some ways. Anyway, the United Nations came out and recognized that children have the right to take legal action against the country for damage that can be considered to be caused by climate change. Fascinating, really? This uh, idea says that if there's a threat and that the children have a right to protest, protest, that's different than suing. The Nations Committee on the Rights of the Child has published new guidelines in a document entitled Convention on the Rights of the Child, arguing that the climate crisis, the collapse of biodiversity, and widespread pollution have become a global threat to children. How's that? So this goes on and on to talk about, you know, how dastardly climate change is and that children uh, facing these obstacles uh, to um, their rights and, and this disinformation that's being spewed on them. Um, references here, the Montana case with 16 young climate activists who sued state agencies in 2020, claiming they were infringing on their right to clean environment by investing in fossil fuel development. Very fascinating, really. Um, I, let me, what do you make of this idea that we're going to begin suing ourselves because we're using fossil fuels? I would like to be the attorney on the opposing side of the kids. Because what I would do is I would have somebody follow them around for one day and report on all the fossil fuels that these dirty little kids are using. I want to see the efforts of these kids and their parents. If I was the judge, what would I say? What did I say yesterday or Monday or whatever it was? Any any of you bright young minds here in front of us today want to tell me what you've done in the past 24 hours to support this effort? Hmm? What are we going to do, kids? Existential threat. And what do you want? You want a check from the oil companies? How's that going to help anything? Hmm? I mean, if it's already done, if the damage is done and we're now in the healing stage, what are we doing talking about the oil companies for? What are you going to do with the money? What climate change is going to be affected by the money that they're going to take? None. They're going to fill their greedy, filthy pockets. Those are their filthy little liberal parents and the filthy liberal lawyers that are helping them. This lunacy needs to stop. Gas prices are through the roof. We're one of the people. We heat on oil. You think these little loony, loony liberals with their cockamamie ideas, what will we burn to stay warm? Maybe their books. I don't know. I can't say that, right? I'm going to cough. You're welcome for the pause button there. <laughs> Normally, I'm pretty good at being uh, rude with that. Holy cow. Had these horrendous sneezes and coughs. I don't know. Maybe these kids in Montana. I mean, just stop, stop sending any petroleum products to California and Montana. Do it for uh, one month and then see what people vote on. What do you want to do? You want us to cut down all the trees and burn them to stay warm? What do you think is going to happen? These people don't think. They don't know how to think. If you think this is some kind of a joke, there was a, a, a video put out by Mercola. I was a little surprised, a third-party video. This woman who claims to be a bio-warfare expert exposing this WHO, World Health Organization, pandemic treaty. 
And she's talking about the treason that's going to come with it. But there's something else interesting in this that I wanted to share with you. She claims, and I have no way of verifying this or not if it's true, so you know, don't go off to the bank with it. Not that you would anyway. She claims that these new booster shots have twice the mRNA that the other vaccines did. And that there's no medical reason to be taking it. And that she expects that the, uh, the air, uh, issue of problems to be at a much higher rate with these new doses. Really unbelievable when you think about it. That they're pumping this stuff into people. And what did I read? That they tested it on a few mice or something like that? That they've just fast-tracked this whole thing? I don't know enough about it to discuss, uh, you know, the ins and outs. I just know one thing. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm going to stay away from it. Freaky stuff. Why this world need to get into this pandemic with the World Health Organization, which is not the World Health Organization, by the way. Not in any way, shape, or form. It hasn't been adopted by anybody, voted by anybody. No citizen has adopted to bow down to the World Health Organization. And they're, uh, you know very strong desire to make sure that we're as safe as possible. Where will these people stop? That's what we really need to ask. I mean, we have seatbelts now in cars. I happen to think it's a good thing. We wear bicycle helmets now and force the kids to wear them too. And I don't know, as I've gotten older and had a concussion, I'm not uh, have too much of a problem with that either. But suddenly when you get into lockdown and masks, it seems to go a bit too far, doesn't it? Just as we had predicted. Back with the bicycle helmets. Where's it going to end? When government starts telling you what you need to do for your safety. It was interesting to me, the bicycle helmets, the story behind that, I don't know if you know, was supposedly led by a woman whose son got a, a, you know, a, a traumatic brain injury, and she got compassion about keeping everybody else safe. For all I know, she might be the same woman responsible for the banning of long, lawn darts. Turns out lawn darts are pretty dangerous. I don't have a problem with a, a consumer product department that's genuinely trying to protect people from harmful products like the pull-up bar that got me injured. Uh, these things do have consequences, but we have a legal system to deal with that as well. And I don't see that how taking away the rights of people to be free and do as they may is helpful to that. So if you want to go sue the vaccine makers because of their fraud and they're misleading and they're taking advantage of people, totally okay with that. I'm totally okay with suing the colleges and university. After all, when you look at how these students have been ripped off with these uh, unfavorable terms of their uh, loan payments, and meanwhile these colleges and universities sit on huge endowments, I'm all for suing them. Uh, the good uh, liberal Democrat governor of Pennsylvania has done a, a decent job with that. Suing to recover. I don't particularly like it. You probably heard me talk about it during the campaign. But it is a legal method in order to find a remedy in these situations, and probably the way it should be. I feel a little less guarded in terms of helping the big bad corporations because they can defend themselves, by and large. We're the ones that need the help right now, not them. Would you agree? Um, let me continue on. Let me see if I can play this for you. Um, uh, and I want to just play to you and show you how these people, this is from the UN, uh, this is the United Nations uh, Secretary General for Global Communications, Melissa Flemings. Look how she goes after Twitter. Listen. Um, and, of course, firings at Twitter have left us with no one to call to flag content that... 
Oh, listen to that little admission. They were doing it. Is abusive or even incitement to, to violence. We're now seeing that almost anyone can promote disinformation for the price of a blue tick. So we've. When misinformation is being promoted, why don't we ask that question? What is she talking about? What mass harm is being done that she feels it's so important to go to the United Nations and preach to them that Twitter's bad and free speech is bad and that people should not be able to be able to speak whatever's on their mind? I clicked the wrong button there. That ruined my head of steam. Still, it's not all bad. We have teamed up with the platforms uh, to elevate reliable information around COVID and climate to amplify trusted messengers, and we have quite an army of them. Listen to what she's saying. They purposely put people in the crowd online that are working for them. Who want to take UN content and promote it within their followings, and also educating users um, on how to slow the spread of disinformation. Our new slogan that we want to have every, everybody have in their ear when they're online is pause, take care before you share. Oh my God. Pause, take care before you share. This is unbelievable what they're preaching. Um, but yet we do feel like we are in an information war and that we you don't need say. to massively ramp up our response. So we're creating at the UN a central capacity to monitor, monitor and also have the ability to rapidly react when mis- and disinformation and hate speech is threatening not just our people, our operations, but also the issues and the causes that we're working on. But also, we're going to be gearing up our verified initiative around climate change and developing this UN code of conduct on information integrity on digital platforms, hoping to set global standards that we can all advocate around um, no so thanks. that we can collectively... I'm not going to advocate for it. No thanks. I don't want to have anything to do with your UN message. You can do your own UN message thing, and I'll do my own message thing. That's called free speech, as far as I remember. So let me just tie this all together for you, in case you're not getting it by now. Basically, the United Nations is going to determine what is appropriate to say and what is not appropriate to say. Things like natural cures. Now, let me ask you something, this little debate. Not that I really care, but here I am. I got a little stuffy snuffy. I don't feel good. And I'm a big baby about it, in case you can't tell. This doesn't feel good. I like to feel good. Who doesn't, right? <laughs> it's probably starting to sound a little creepy. Wasn't my intention. But one of the things I wanted to look at was natural remedies. In fact, I take some of these special... Uh, Vitamins. I actually started taking about two weeks ago. My brother Dave, lung and respiratory support. I'm not going to mention it here on the podcast, but it's a special proprietary blend. I think it's been pretty good. I'm not going to mention it here either, but um, uh, there have been a couple other things where I've tried natural remedies and done real well with it. Real well with it. So I'm going to try the same thing. What's a natural antibiotic? I guess echinacea helps with those kind of things, but... I would imagine there's something a little better. I'm going to take a look at it. So the UN, if this lady has it her way, I wouldn't even be allowed to have that conversation online. You're not capable of handling that. So in her world, if I went on Twitter, I know, formerly known as X. Sorry, I can't bring myself to say it. The blue check Twitter. I think him renaming it was a bad idea, but that's a whole other story. Maybe I'm wrong about that. 
He seems to be winning. I'm talking about Elon. They're going to go after him, too. They're going to tell you what you can and can't say online. So it's going to be done. I can see that day coming where uh, it's already here, right? I was just talking to my wife about it. People are afraid to like and comment because they're afraid you're going to go to jail for it. I'm not afraid of that. I think it's hilarious. We have free speech. We're allowed to communicate freely, and people need to stand up and defend it. Double down on it, really. Everybody go out right now and post, I, I love ivermectin. If everybody did that at one time, boy, they'd go nuts. But they want to control the speech. They want to control the, the legal aspect, saying that climate change is now a violation of the law. They're going to come after you for it, make everybody pay more. Um, and they want to control every aspect of what we do through this medical tyranny. It's really true. And if you don't see the result of it, look at what happened during COVID. They went to controlling every aspect of our lives. No, you can't go out to shop. No, you can't go to church. No, you can't go to the gym. It's not safe. You must stay in your house. I don't think people are believing it anymore. Um, the tool who governs New Mexico has uh, handed patriots a potent new tool. Um, and this is, is really a great write-up here um, by uh, Town Hall. Um, this thing really backfired big time. I talked about this phenomena, and it's probably been a few years now, but with the, the progression of the liberal looniism, I mean, you could go the same way with right-wing looniism. They have the anti-abortion group, and I know some of you are in that. I respect it, but politically, it's a death sentence. I think that the vast majority of people are like myself. They say if something happens, we want to make that decision in our own home. Not by a judge, not by a politician, and not by you. We'll do it with our doctors. See, this is the part that people forget. We, I don't care if you're conservative, we can agree on everything. I don't care if you're liberal, we don't agree on anything. Don't tell me what to do. If we would just start there showing a little respect for each other and quit being so high and mighty that we want to tell everybody else that I'm convinced a lot of these problems would go away. Right? Those people shouldn't do this. These people shouldn't do that. Why don't we worry about what we do? I'm not having any abortions. Are you having any abortions? Not planning on getting into it. Anyway, to the point about this New Mexico, the taking of rights where she's going to jump in and under the guise of safety. And, and they looked at it and said, no, 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 he went way too far, way too fast. And she definitely did. They drew the line. But this is what they wanted. They want conflict, I believe. And then that's when, as soon as the shooting starts, then they can really clamp down. Stay peaceful. It's huge. Uh, this is amazing. Prosecutors ring the alarm. Trump could trigger violence. There was a story, uh, what's her name, Nicole Wallace or something like that on the MSNBC? Oh, talk about a hag. She sits there with her wrinkled lips. Can you tell me what would be happening? And she's over there going, there's going to be some bad stuff that happens with Trump. She says, yeah, what's that going to be? He's going to get elected, and liberals are going to shut up and accept the peaceful transfer of power like they rammed down our throat. Maybe not. A January 6th rioter. Convin convicted and sentenced in secret, and no one will say why. I look at this, I've seen other stories about people locked in solitary confinement um, because they dared to protest. And you say, oh, here you go, Nicole Wallace makes one frightening on-air prediction. I'll read it to you in a second. But look at what happened with January 6th. You say, well, they were broken to the Capitol. It was an insurrection. Really? Why was the fence put up in Washington? That wasn't MAGA. New. No. That was Antifa. What happened at the courthouse? 
out in Seattle, Portland. Nobody talking about that. That wasn't an insurrection. That wasn't a rebellion. I saw a lot more fire and smoke from that one, didn't you? But somehow, January 6th, well, it's all political. That's why everything's political. It doesn't make sense because it's political. Nicole Wallace cautioned on MSNBC. She said, I guess I can too. Shit's about to hit the fan after special counsel Jack Smith asked for a gag order to bar former President Donald Trump from public statements that he said would pose a, a serious and substantial danger in his January 6th case. I'm going to say something that people will say privately all the time and not on TV at all very often. Something really bad is going to happen. How does she know? Wallace told her guest Charlie Sykes on Friday's edition of Deadline White House. Her remarks arrived after Smith, Smythe, Smith, in a federal court ruling uh, cited disparaging and inflammatory remarks. They're going to throw this whole thing out. These guys have pushed way too far. Uh, the judges aren't even buying it. The argument doesn't make sense on its face. And they keep forgetting about RFK, which I tell you is the biggest political story, because if they're going to apply it to Trump, they're going to do it to RFK Jr., which is exactly what they want to do. And he's not taking it sitting down either. So just to recap, you've got the World Health Organization looking to create a medical tyranny. You've got the media involved looking to take out any populist candidate who's going to speak about it. Uh, you've had this fight with Musk and the Anti-Defamation League. Do I dare even talk about it? Because anybody who brings it up just gets hanged, politically speaking. Organizers of trucker protests against uh, Justin Trudeau face their criminal trials this week. Was that not a peaceful protest? It's not America. Listen to this. United States gun sales top one million for the 49th consecutive month. Oh, oh, now I see the emergency. Too many guns. The government's getting nervous. I wonder why that would be. Uh, female migrant accused of slapping a New York uh, police officer gets released without bail. What more would you expect? Maybe Mayor Adams would like to count on that, uh, comment on that. How his police are being slapped by migrants with impunity. Elon Musk uh, threatens to sue the Anti-Defamation League. Women are wearing unapproachable makeup as a way of warding off men. Why did I throw that in here? Face kinis are the latest fashion trend to skyrocket in popularity, but they also come with a warning sign about our future. Why are women doing this in particular? People in general, I've thought about doing it. What do you mean not, not wearing a, a bikini mask? I told you. Gray man blending in. Um... Uh, people don't want to be seen, they don't want to be recognized, and that's a great way to do it. Let's see if we can get this. More importantly, there's three giant corporations, BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, which own collectively, they own each other, so it's really one giant corporation, but they also own 89% of the S&P 500. They own everything. They've now decided to, to buy every single family home in America. Oh, if they stay on the current trajectory, they will own 60% of the homes in this country, single-family homes, by 2030. They literally are trying to buy everything. And and the head of it, Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, is on the board of the World Economic Forum. And what they, you know, they've said, we want this great reset, which is you will own nothing and you will be happy. Well, they're on their way to making sure that we don't own anything. So... You all probably have heard of people who are about to buy a home, 
And somebody comes in with at the last minute with a cash, cash or, or offer and, and snatches off the, out of the market. Right. And it's usually an LLC with an ambiguous name. But if you trace that up, you'll find it's owned by BlackRock. So, wow. You will own nothing. You will say nothing. You will decide nothing. They will take care of it all for you. Interesting times indeed. Not at all what uh, we were naturally meant to be. And who aspires to this? Name one person that you talk to that says, you know, you know what I would really like? I would really like it if I didn't own anything. If the government would just take it all and take care of all these problems for me. You know, for people that are interested in that kind of thing, there's a place where you can go to check it out. There's actually a few. Cuba, China, North Korea, among the few. Go check it out. You can see for yourself. Uh, Russia says that Tucker Carlson is a dead man walking. The, uh, this is funny. I posted on Gab. Elon Musk had shared that, uh, I forget the exact numbers, but something like this. On Fox News, Elon Musk would, um, on Fox News, Tucker Carlson would get about 3 million views on his show. On Twitter, it's like 260 million. I posted that and I said something along the lines of, sounds like Elon's bigger than all the rest of the media combined. Somebody chimed in and said, yeah, you don't know the difference between uh, impressions and views. And what they mean by that is that, you know, somebody scrolling by the Tucker interview might get credited for a view where there was none, really. They didn't take any of it in. And I always find these arguments kind of interesting. It's probably true, I would imagine, some level. We get the same problem with podcasts. I mean, I look at the download numbers, but... Um, how do I know if you actually listen to any of it, let alone all of it? You don't know. You have no idea. But it's interesting that people jump in, ah, his Twitter numbers are fake. Perhaps. But what about the Fox News numbers? Nobody turns on the TV and walks away? I don't know. And I don't even know how they gather the numbers for TV. I question the whole thing. All of it. Even the podcast numbers. I don't listen to any of them. None of it matters to me. That's a, um, it's a, uh, a real... Um, Quagmire to get into that. Feds want to add years to the Proud Boys sentence for things that he said. Um, CIA is hiring. Uh, this is a funny story. Uh, AI written sports reports to stop because they were so goofy. People want real stuff. Uh, X Twitter plans to collect biometric data, job, and school history. This is where it all begins, just like Facebook. Twitter's realizing that the value is in the data. They can target you better for ads. It can become more valuable. No thanks. I want to stay away from it. Top Russian rocket scientist dies from mushroom poisoning. Uh, He's probably killed by Putin for uh, uh, failed rocket. We're going to be headed that direction here, it seems like. Uh, Police using drones to monitor backyard parties during holiday weekends. Is that not an invasion of privacy? How dystopian. The feds have uh, ID'd RFK Jr. Why? Why would he be on any federal government list? I don't know. Maybe somebody can explain that. Maybe it's different than we think. Um, what else do we have here? Temporary restraining order issued against uh, New Mexico for the uh, attempt to stop gun rights. So let me just say all this. You know, the Constitution and the rights as we know it I think are largely gone. 
You know, you say, no, not for me. Really? What kind of job do you have? You can just go out there and, and say what you want freely and with complete impunity. You own a business, they'll target that. You sell things online, they'll target that. You're involved politically, they'll target that. And if all that fails, they'll do what they're doing to, uh, who is it, Russell Crowe? They'll go after you and your family and whatever it takes. Uh, the nastiness, the level of nastiness, the attacks, the willingness to destroy people. Maybe it's always been like this. Maybe we're just now watching it play out in new ways since we have access to the Internet. But humanity's really struggling. And uh, I would encourage you to, to look at all this and think realistically what kind of plans are you making for the future. And here's my kind of concern, I guess, that I'll continue to repeat. Our country is, is failing right now. We're in, a, we're in a failure mode, taking on debt. Our society's in upheaval and showing no signs of, uh, of reversing. The government, for its part in all that, is going to be forced to act in more and more draconian ways, even if you don't agree with it, and even if it's the wrong thing to do, such as in the Mexico. It is what they will do. They will continue to print money. It will continue to destroy just the way that it has. Until it's completely destroyed, I don't see anything changing. And so let me bring you to this. You see this medical tyranny. You see this taking of rights. And I want you to think about food because there's two easy ways to get people to do what you want. One is to make them tired. You know, you want to get somebody to obey your commands? You can take the biggest, baddest MMA fighter and you keep that guy up for 48 hours straight and he'll be eating out of your hand. Okay? Another way is to make somebody hungry. And the difference is the hunger uh, takes longer, for one thing, and can lead to a different set of consequences, unlike being tired. But when people in this country begin to get hungry is when the real problems are going to start. You're going to see people acting in ways that you never thought possible. Now, God willing, it'll never happen, right? God willing, we'll all live to be fat and happy, and I hope that's the case. But if there's one thing I could remind you on all this, learn how to grow your own food. Because that little apple, that little cantaloupe, you pick some out of the garden this weekend, it might be all you have to eat. And as much as that seems crazy to think about right now, <laughs> this trajectory that we're on, let's go five years down the road. Just with inflation alone. Imagine if prices continue to rise, particularly with fuel and energy the way they have been. The middle class is going to become poor. It's happening right now. Protect your own health. Don't let the government do it. Take care of yourself and plan ahead. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there in the meantime. Make it a great day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.